Hello and welcome to the Hockey Fans and Training Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Noel Buscard, and with me as always is co-host Paul Aspinall. What is a hockey fan in training, you ask? A hockey fan in training is anybody with a love for the game and a passion for incremental change towards a healthier lifestyle. We are a presentation of Hockey Fans and Training, the research study run nationally by researchers at Western University and the University of British Columbia, with the goal of helping men between the ages of 35 and 65 lose weight, eat better, and become more active by using their love of hockey as a vehicle for change. Each week, we'll bring you short, exciting interviews with leading voices in the health and fitness industry, as well as an insider's look at the day-to-day of your favorite major junior teams. We'll also be your guinea pigs in the kitchen by trying out a new healthy recipe each week and letting you know what we think. They won't all be winners, but laughs are guaranteed, and there's always something to learn. Hello, Paul. We made it to week five. They haven't fired us yet. How you doing, bud? Uh, still here, sis. Couldn't be, couldn't be worse. Still here. Yep. Still trucking along. Uh, we've got a good episode today. Uh, we're getting one of the former coaches uh, from Hockey Fit and Owen Sound, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, but as always, we talk about our healthy recipes. Uh, last week was an absolute disaster for me, but uh, this week it wasn't so bad. We were eating pulled chicken sandwiches. Uh, a, not that hard to make. B, delicious. And C, I didn't burn my house down. So I'm, I'm a happy camper. How did you find it? Yeah, it's pretty hard to burn a house down with a slow cooker, but I bet you could find a way. Oh, jeez. <laughs> my, my favorite part was just like the, the volume of food you can make in a slow cooker, and the recipe actually has a section on it on how you can how to freeze and reheat and use this slow-cooked chicken. So you could make just a big bag of this, chuck it in the freezer, and you have like a healthy option that's in the freezer whenever you're just feeling too lazy to cook. Yeah, I was given a slow cooker uh, about two years ago. And it's taken me about two years to getting around to use it, but uh, I'm with you. It's one of those things. There's like, there's a bit of a learning curve, but once you like, once you just get over that hump just a little bit, there's so much you can do. You so just um, put stuff in it. it smells good all day, and you don't really have to touch it. It just sits there and cooks. Yeah, you're totally right. You're totally right. Um, all right, well let's uh, let's get into this here. Uh, our guest today is uh, <clears throat> Brandon Downing. He was a hockey fit coach for the second time we ran it. So we had the pilot study, and then after that, uh, we had it, I guess the study was running, you know, for real this time, uh, and one of the places we did it was in Owen Sound, and Brandon was our coach. And welcome, Brandon. Welcome to the podcast. Really happy to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It's, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. So this is episode number two, and uh, just to refresh, uh, you were the hockey fit coach for the Owen Sound Attack uh, when we ran it in September, February of 2019, and that was just our our second time running it. The first time was the pilot study, so you were sort of right at the start. So, yeah, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, how you got involved with it and, you know, what some of your experiences were. Yeah, of course. So, uh, with the Y, my position was uh, the fitness and wellness lead at the time, and I was also actually working with the Owen Sound Attack as their assistant athletic therapist. So, it was kind of my, my worlds colliding. I had a foot in both camps, so... Um, my manager at the time asked if I'd be interested interested in jumping in and kind of taking charge of the program from the wise end. And uh, yeah, it just sounded like a great opportunity um, to be able to, like I said, collide my two worlds and um, have a chance to try out the hockey fit program. For sure. Were you able to uh, run it at the facility? Like one thing that Paul and I, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, like when we were halfway through 
uh, running it with the Giants, you know, COVID lockdowns happened. And so we really, we really didn't get that uh, experience of being really close with the team, uh, you know, kind of as, as the program's drawn up. Um, were you able to be sort of more close to the team? I mean, you were working with them, but what was it like for the guys to be able to, you know, get, get involved with the team a bit? Yeah, we, we actually had the opportunity to go to the rink, I think three or four times we ended up down there. And uh, we did the initial education part actually in the dressing room, which was fun. And then we would do the workout part either in the team facility workout area or up in the concourse. So yeah, the guys had a chance to take a look at the dressing room. And so I was just in my glory, giving the big tour and showing them, showing them my world there. So well, yeah, it was great. great. And then we were able to have a lot of the team staff um, pop by as well. We were in the middle of the playoff run, so we didn't see many of the players, but uh, yeah, some of the team staff were able to pop by. Yeah, that's still just such such good excitement for the for the guys. Like you got to experience it, like really how it's drawn up. So that's yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's really fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was great to be able to see it come to fruition, for sure. For sure. Are there like what are some things that you took away from it in terms of like uh, yeah, maybe in terms of either personal growth or, or just you know things that you've learned from the program as a coach that you sort of took forward. Yeah, I think uh, the camaraderie and the buy-in were definitely a couple of big things that that uh, that I took away from it. Um, looks like I lost you again. I'm just going to keep talking. Yeah, keep going. Keep yeah, going. Okay, if if we freeze, I'll just keep talking. Yeah, we, we might we might, we might get in trouble from our higher ups for uh, slacking on the internet connection, but we'll uh, <laughs> we'll. We'll be the ones who get grief for it, not you. But uh, yeah, you sorry, keep uh, keep keep no, going there. Good. It could be on my end too. Um, but yeah, just the camaraderie that that I saw and the buy-in from the guys that that's something that really stuck out to me. Um, like working in the fitness industry, it's not very often that a group of older guys get together and you see results. But with them, you saw the buy-in. You saw the that common bond that they had about hockey and about the attack really proved why the hockey fit program works. So these guys bought in and, um, and yeah, it, it worked out very well. Um, session six, we did the big weigh in and the guys, I think it was 12 guys. They'd lost a combined 54 pounds. I have to go back to look at my notes. So yeah. I remember Paul was looking see, into that a bit. Yeah. Just like it, it worked. That was the craziest part. It was definitely a highlight of my why career to actually see something that worked. Cause that group of guys, they're not the ones that are going to come to a spin class or, come to a cardio step class often, you know, you would say, you could say forgotten about in, in the fitness industry. So it was great to get them in the door and then show them that working out is, is fun. You can have fun with it. Had a, had a lot of them end up getting Y memberships after, and they kept meeting on Tuesday nights, which was yeah. really cool to see as well. I mean, I think that that's part of the, uh, part of the goal, especially having the, having the app that, you know, the guys and guys can connect on it. But I have this vision of, of the guys like uh, using it to meet up for games, um, yeah. you know, because that's 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 the sort of glue that's binding everyone together. Right. Is there they're huge sound fans? Yeah. A, a really cool part was one of our participants. He was coaching our local either novice or bantam, some some rep team. And they were in the provincial finals and they actually played at the arena where the attack play the night of a, of a session. So the whole group of guys watched the game first before before they went in to, to support their oh, their buddy incredible. from the program. So yeah, it was it was really cool to see. Oh man, that's killer. Uh, 
I guess I guess the whole OHL is. Did they ever even get off the ground this year? They didn't. No, no. They officially canceled the season a couple weeks ago. Yeah, which... that, that's too bad. So back back then you were in there as a role as an athletic trainer, but you're not uh, you're not with the team right now, though, eh? That's right. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the year after hockey fit, I, I took a leave. Uh, we just had our third kid, so decided oh. to spend uh, yeah. not spend fifty nights of my of my winter at the rink. Yeah. Eh? Well, yeah. three kids. That's that's impressive. But yeah, like. Uh... I did it. I did an internship for a year in the American Hockey League with the Springfield Falcons, and okay, even that was like, it's there's only the only place that hockey that's really glamorous is the NHL. You know, like yeah, like yeah. just so much so much bus riding, like hours. The hours are so long, so uh, yeah, it's it's hard to. It's almost like a game of attrition. You know, like who can who can stick it out that long? Yeah, you know? absolutely. And then especially yeah, the athletic trainers and the equipment guys. Those are the those are the tip to tail, like first one, oh, those are, turn the lights those on, are the turn heroes. the lights off. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's a bit more, uh, bit more, uh, have better hours as a dad when you're supervising at the YMCA. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a big part of the coaching too, though, is like being really relatable and like, cause a lot of the guys in the program have sort of, they fall behind on their fitness cause they kind of ran out of time. So like it's like really powerful when you're delivering that message and you're also juggling like work and two to three kids and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it, Paul. Like I was, I was able to really be vulnerable and open with these guys because some of them were, weren't that much older than me. They were only a few, few years older than me and kind of in that same stage of life. So um, I think that definitely helped to make a connection as well that I could identify with them that way. Yeah. I guess sort of the biggest advice that I would give, like, would you agree with that? Giving a future coach or someone who's thinking about becoming a hockey fit coach is like, it's, it's really key just to be really relatable and realize mm-hmm. that, like these are things that everyone's going through. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You already have the in with having that connection of hockey, everyone enjoying hockey. Like that's, that gets your foot in the door to get to know these guys. And then, yeah, from there, just being relatable, being able to have a conversation about it, being able to, to be open and honest that was it was it was incredible how quickly the guys were open and honest with each other like some of them knew each other but some of them they'd never met before but within weeks they were chirping each other first of all which totally the first yeah. sign that you're, yeah that's your buddies yeah and like i remember one week a guy he felt like he'd he'd failed he'd hadn't done very well that week and the guys just took over like my my co-coach and i we just sat back and watched the other guys give them feedback, give them advice, pick them up. And yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Paul, Paul and I noticed that too, is like, it almost got easier and easier to run the sessions as, as they went along. Cause you just, you just give them a kind of a couple prompts and they kind of, they're off and running, you know, like they, they kind of yeah. get the, they get the format of it and they're, you know, they're comfortable enough to be a bit vulnerable. And the, there weren't any really awkward silences after like the, the second week, like they, they just gelled, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think another thing as a coach is like you're not trying to be you're not trying to be like the absolute fittest like guy in the world like that's not really the motivational strategy to be like Mm -hmm. look how much I can crush fitness it's more like yeah not making fitness gains intimidating more just like what me and Paul stressed was this idea of like moving the needle like any small incremental change you know if uh, the thing I said, say you smoked 20 cigarettes a day and for some, you know, and you're able to get down to 19 cigarettes a day. Well, that's awesome. You know, it's a tiny change, but it's in the right direction and tiny changes build into slightly bigger changes. 
And when the guys kind of clued into that, it, it sort of took the anxiety out of a lot of healthy lifestyle changes, you know, that they didn't feel they had to do it all at once, that celebrate the small improvements, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I've told a lot of people is that it it worked because of the way it was set up with those small changes and they were easily sustainable changes. There weren't big, huge, drastic lifestyle changes that we expect them to do overnight. No. I mean, I think that's like the second or third week we like talk about that. Like you're, you're good. You're going to burn yourself out if you try and go gangbusters and, you know, change everything in one week, you know, like if it took you, if it took you 10 years to, to be a little bit less fit and a bit more, you know, way a bit more than you want to, you're not going to turn it around in in like just a couple weeks, you know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's the sort of uh, stress. What's that Paul? Sorry. Did that week six weigh in surprise you? Was it did. Because you're yeah. making such small little changes. You kind of you look at how small the changes are and go, okay, like these these can't add up to that much. And then you see the results of actually how these like it do, it doesn't feel like you're making that many changes by like subbing out, you know, fries for a salad. Yeah. And yeah, then I six was, weeks later. Yeah, there it was. Yeah, I was surprised and, and the guys were really surprised too. They were they were pretty pumped. Yep. Yeah, Paul and I, uh, we've we've delivered two virtual sessions now, but we're just chomping at the bit to get out there, uh, you know, doing doing it in person again. Because you know, the the more times you do it, the more familiar with you're with the program, the more more of a handle you have on all of it. So we're yeah, we're, you know, we're excited. We got nine sites coming up uh, in the prairies, not Bird and Saskatchewan. I guess we would have to move there to to deliver them in person. But uh, yeah, we're you know we're excited to get. Uh, get rolling again. Um, so yeah, we won't keep you too much longer because we try and keep these right around 20 minutes. But uh, what is the last thing we kind of wanted to touch on is like, what advice would you give someone who's, you know, considering joining the, you know, hockey fit? They're, you know, they're kind of on the fence about should I or should I not? What would you say to that person? Yeah, I would say just just go for it. Like, worst case scenario, even if you don't like the program, you still get to get that inside look at the team and hopefully meet some players, meet some staff, um, find a new group of guys. Um, and I would say just from the experience, like, like we were talking about, it works. Like that's, if you're kind of unsure, Oh, I don't know if this is for me. Don't know if it's actually going to work. It, it does. Like I've seen the results firsthand. We had one guy, he had gone to his doctor and his doctor told me he was pre-diabetic. He joined hockey fit when he came back for his one year, uh, follow-up, his doctor was shocked at, at the difference in his health. So like, it's, it's a program that works. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also like, it's about it. Like if you want to, if you are having make up, made up the mind to make, you know, a healthy lifestyle change, this is about as painless as, it, as it's going to get, you know, like it's not a, a spin class where you're, you know, getting crushing yourself or someone's screaming at you. You know, it's with a bunch of guys like you, you're talking hockey, you're, you're shooting the crap and you know, it's a, it's, it's as good of an environment. Uh, I think, you know, uh, for someone to look at, you know, to get, get back on it again, you know, it's, uh, it's about as painless as a way to do it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it just circles back to that camaraderie and, and connection that we talked about earlier. Like, um, all these guys, they're in the same boat as you, you don't have to worry about showing up and, you know, some is going to be there showing everybody up. Everyone's in the same boat, just making those little changes together. Just yep. go for it. Just hop in. Yep. Right on, Brandon. Well, this has been awesome. It's been a real treat talking to you, um, and we're going to let you go. But uh, thanks so much, and we'll be uh, being touched down the line. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thank you.
Calling all Rebels, Hurricanes, Raiders, Broncos, Blades, Pats, Hitmen, Bandits, and Tigers fans. The Hockey Fans and Training Research Study is coming to your community this summer. The program is open to men between the ages of 35 and 65 looking to lose weight and become more physically active with a group of like-minded hockey fans. There is no cost to participate, and sessions run once a week in the evening for 12 consecutive weeks. Participants will have the opportunity to visit their local team's facilities and meet members of the team, COVID conditions permitting. For more information or to take the pre-screen questionnaire to see if you're eligible, head to hockeyfansandtraining.org. Registration will close in the first week of July. We'll also be expanding to Moncton, Charlottetown, Saginaw, Flint, Portland, Halifax, St. John, Prince George, and Spokane in the fall. So if you're local to those areas and you're interested in participating, again, head to our website, hockeyfansandtraining.org, to learn more. All right, and our last thing for the episode, as always, is our new healthy recipe. And we'll bring in our Hockey Fit Nutrition Lead, Brooke Bliss. Hi, Brooke. What are we eating this week? Hey, guys. So this week we have overnight oats. Have you mm. tried these before? I've had steel-cut oats before. And not by choice, but I've had them. <laughs> so the overnight oats um, are surprisingly delicious. They're not only nutritious, but I find them so delicious. And... The oats are going to provide you that additional fiber source in your diet to leave you satisfied mm. and full throughout the morning. The best part about this is convenience. So you're going to make these the night before or even uh, on the weekend before your busy work week, prepare them ahead. You can do a variety of different um, customizations to this recipe, whether you want blueberry vanilla or banana peanut butter, it's totally up to your taste buds. And then you'll have a delicious grab and go breakfast um, for the work week. Sure. Well, that will replace the uh, box of cinnamon toast crunch I currently have on my uh, countertop. And uh... yeah, <laughs> and I would hope that it would replace any stopping at you know fast food yeah. joints or drive-throughs. So it's that grab-and-go convenience factor here. So you'll have to give the overnight oats a try and report back. We will. That's our job. What do you think about this, Paul? The one time I did try them, they were extremely easy and they were actually pretty tasty. All right. Well. Our loyal listeners, we will let you know how it goes next week. Uh, we say thanks to Brooke, and we'll sign off. See everybody next time. Take care. Bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hockey Fans and Training Podcast. A reminder that you can get in touch with us in a number of ways, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and email. We'd love to hear from you. Head to hockeyfansandtraining.org for links to all of our social media pages and feel free to send us a message about what you liked, what you didn't like, or suggestions for future episodes. And as with any podcast, the best compliment you can give if you liked what you heard is to pass the word along to your friends and remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. While we do talk about topics related to healthy living, this podcast is not a substitute for sound medical advice. <laughs>